Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become that confident leader and take your business for your life to the next level. Today, I am very pleased to have Justin Groth as my guest, and let me tell you about Justin. So he started working out, and through that journey revealed the passion for helping others in fitness. And that led to opening a business and helping his people achieve what they could not on their own. This further cemented in the idea for Justin that people to reach their highest potential would need to bulletproof their minds as well as their beliefs about themselves. They must do the work that it takes and build confidence through action. He started Straight From The Chest podcast, which is centered around personal development, which is his calling. And Justin is an entrepreneur, mindset coach, and master trainer. And he is here to share with people what helped him become his own and grow into a man of value of for others. So I thought we would just talk about some of the things that I think um, helped make Justin that man of purpose, and that is daily discipline and growth mindset, two important things if you want to achieve your goals in life. So please welcome Justin Groff. Hi, Vicki. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome, Justin. So I always start out with an easy question for all my guests, and that's just tell the audience, where do you live? Where do you call home? Uh, California, central coast of California, to be exact. Okay, so California, I've been there many a time. Yeah. So share a bit about your journey of, you know, how did you get to where you were at 20 to where you are now, a couple years ago? <laughs> <laughs> More than a couple of years, but we'll call it a couple of years. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Um, like, I think like most teenagers in high school, we have identity issues. We have directional issues. We don't know where we want to go in life or what we want to do. And we're easily persuaded by, and because we're so impressionable at that age. And, and I was no different. I, I had body issues when I was in high school and I had, I mean, I had body issues, facial issues. I had all the issues, but <laughs> more, more specifically, um, I guess to, to, for this story to make sense, I should give your audience some, some backstory on me. I, in high school, I was, I was, always kind of I wouldn't say made fun of but called something of a backstreet boy or like an in sync boy and I didn't although that's a compliment because obviously the guys that are in those groups are massively successful they're talented uh some are good looking <laughs> but I 
I didn't want to be attributed to something like that. I wanted to have my own, I wanted my own mm. unique style and look, et cetera, you know? And I mean, you're not going to be so unique, but at least you can try to be your own, you know, wear mm -hmm. the style of clothing, the best fit your personality, wear your hair a certain way, the best fit your personality, et cetera, right? right. So I, I never really was able to do that when I was boxed into this category of like a Backstreet Boy. I found yeah. myself imitating that. And I didn't like that because that wasn't congruent with me. That's not who I am. It was just something that I was living into because everybody thought that that was a good title to put over me, you know? And, and so <laughs> I, uh, I quickly developed body issues because I started to compare myself to them. Yeah. And I, by, by the way, for context also, I was a regular kid, 170 pounds, five, 10 and a half, five, 11, regular kid, you know, didn't have any, I wasn't overweight. I wasn't too, I wasn't underweight. I was right in the middle. <clears throat> And, but I did not like my chubby cheeks because I, for some <laughs> reason, just started to compare myself to these guys and they didn't have chubby cheeks. So I'm like, I got to get rid of these chubby cheeks. How do I do that? So <laughs> being that young and not knowing where to go and how to do it, I just started doing lots of cardio and I started, I stopped eating. Oh, you know, I stopped. Oh, I stopped no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. When I say stop eating, I mean, I had a conservatively less amount of food per day. And, and, okay. you know, it went to like one meal and I was having one meal and I was staving off my hunger by drinking diet Cokes and eating oh. vegetables, you know? So, um, totally the most horrific way to go about it, but that led to me getting leaner. It led to my cheeks getting less puffy, being less puffy. And I thought, well, this is kind of, I like this, right? But then it got to the point where it got too much and I got yeah. too skinny. And I was, I was at one point clinically anorexic for my height, my deal, everything. Right. So being that I had this addictive personality, that's a go, go, go towards whatever I'm pursuing. It was no different in this Avenue, even no. though it was negative to some degree, it was, it was not helping me, not serving me. It was something that I was full fledged immersed in. Mm -hmm. So I told my family at the time, I said, look, I need help. I'm not going to change this because, and they know me, they know my, 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 the way my brain operates. Right, so they right. obviously took that into consideration and said, okay, let's, let's see a dietitian and let's get you with a personal trainer. And so in that, with that cocktail of the dietitian and the personal trainer, I was able to kind of regain some healthy body weight, some lean tissue mass, and then from there, my addictive mindset spiraled in the other direction. And then I started to lift weights more often, get more involved in, in, in bodybuilding and, and, um, and, and the whole supplement regime, you know, with creatine monohydrate and protein and vitamins and all that stuff. Right. And then one thing led to another, and I was able to take it to a level where, uh, some, some local bodybuilders in the gym saw some potential in me and they said you should compete and so i ended up competing and doing a string of bodybuilding competitions and i was grateful to do that because bodybuilding showed me like not just the art of not just the by means of lifting weights but the process showed me that i had discipline i had consistency i had this fervent attitude I was relentless with my structure. I was 
I was organized, you know, because you have you have to be if you want to be successful in bodybuilding and be your best on stage. You have to be organized with your sleep, with your foods. You have mm -hmm. to adopt the structure. You have to only eat certain things. You have to have willpower. You have to have discipline to do the things you don't want to do, but doing them every day. And these things I never knew I had. All these components I didn't know existed in me until I found bodybuilding. And so mm -hmm. I'm forever indebted to bodybuilding because of what it showed me, what it taught me about who I was. And that I feel like an obligation to expand that across the the landscape for people that need it as well. And maybe not in the bodybuilding sense, but just a crew uh, uh, attaching physical fitness and healthy eating to your lifestyle, something that you can adhere to and follow for all the days of your life. And I noticed the benefits from them. And, and obviously, if you notice the benefits from something, you want to share. It's just in you to share and give back to people. So that's my meaning and mission behind what I do now. So kind of just to keep on on that premise, because one of the questions that I had um, just coming up was what has made body or how has bodybuilding impacted your life? But I want to take it a different direction and let's look at entrepreneurs today. And you were kind of showing the maybe synergy between the discipline and the process that made you excel as a bodybuilder really applies to business, especially entrepreneurs who don't have somebody looking over their shoulder to tell them what to do, how to do it, when to do it type of thing. And so all those things that you learned as a bodybuilder, how can they be attributed to being successful as an entrepreneur? Yeah, they definitely transfer in multiple ways. And, and I think the biggest way that they transfer is that it imparts a, an avenue of discipline for the person to follow. Look, in business, you're going to come across obstacles. You're going to come across days in general where you don't want to operate, where you don't want to show up, but you have to. And you have to if you want to scale that business, if you want to build that business, if you want to nurture that business, you have to show up. You have to do the things that you don't want to do. Well, that's really analogous to bodybuilding and being your best for your body to show up on stage as your best. If you skip that workout or you skip that meal and you have a bad meal instead or something that's more uh, flavorful instead, or if you skip on the cardio session, well then when the day comes for you to present your package, you're not gonna be your best because mm -hmm. there have been stones that have been unturned. And that's something that I'm not gonna negotiate. I mean, that's something that showed me through bodybuilding that I had that element to me. And then that transmutes into business. I mean, it even transmutes into relationships because relationships mm -hmm. are tough too. So mm -hmm. if you don't put these, if you don't put the work in, in terms of the disciplinary actions that it keep, that it, that it means to maintain and even if anything, nurture that relationship, well, then that's going to grow and cultivate something that's much greater in that relationship. It's the same thing for business. It's the same. It's just going and not stopping because you see the mm -hmm. outcome on the other side that is far greater than the burden you feel right now. Yeah. And and I think if you think of it uh, also, when you're doing bodybuilding, those first days, months, even year when you started, you just probably saw minor small changes. But then 
after the persistence and the consistency of all the discipline and the things you did, you saw major changes. Yes. And that's the same in business. Yes. It's a, you, you have to create behavioral changes if you want and, and really habits. If we don't operate from a, from a structured base of in delving into habits, keeping them a priority, then we're not going to lead ourselves into anywhere that's fruitful in life, whether mm -hmm. it's business relationships or ourselves personally, yeah. we're going to go down a rabbit hole that doesn't serve us and is destructive. And that's why bodybuilding is so important or fitness in general is so important for people because it keeps people doing hard stuff that they don't want to do, but it, it yields such a profitable outcome at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Right. Not just physically, but physiologically and mentally. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm such an advocate for fitness of some type. You don't have to lift weights. You can rock climb. You can swim. You can kayak. Something that keeps you active. If you like hiking, do that. Obviously, mm -hmm. resistance training is going to be the best form for developing your mind, keeping your bone structure nice and strong, developing more lean tissue on your body, which is going to be a more metabolically expensive tissue to keep that's going to help you partition nutrients much better and and keep you more strong obviously around mm -hmm. your tendons your joints etc but if you don't like that that's fine but at least have some resistance in your life good resistance mm -hmm. like physical fitness of some sort you know right. and um and obviously consume good nutritious foods most of the time <laughs> let's not let's not be a jerk about it you know yeah right but i just think that it's, it's very easy to not do those things because those things in the moment, they're hard, mm -hmm. but we understand that if you don't do the hard things right now, you're going to do hard things in the future. And those hard things in the future are going to really lend themselves to unfavorable circumstances that you didn't foresee. Yeah. So what is the area that most people struggle as you're, you know, you work with people, what is the area that they most struggle with in terms of being able to keep the mindset that they need, the positive attitude, the, uh, you know, dealing with the imposter syndrome of, you know, well, I can't do this. Or I shouldn't do this type of thing. So I don't think that it really revolves around a positive attitude as much as it revolves around an attitude of doing. And what happens is when people do, they develop competence and that develops confidence. And automatically, mm -hmm. by extension, you would develop a positive outlook because you're more confident. So mm -hmm. I'm all for not having a positive attitude because that's just not real life. There are things in life that you can look at with a positive perspective and you right. should. And sometimes to, to accrue that, you have to look at things that you're grateful for, okay? Mm -hmm. But at the same token, you it's not this positive thinking that gets the job done. Okay. It's the action that gets the job done. And so the reason why people are failing on the action part is simply because they're not placing themselves as a high priority. Mm -hmm. And they're putting too many things before them instead of themselves, understanding that, oh, if I put this person before me and this, I'm being self-serving. And But what you're not understanding is if you're not at your best before you engage with that person, you're going to get drained on a level that is probably hard to uh, recoup from, at least in that moment or that day. When you are at a level 100 and you're operating at a level 100 because you're doing all the things that make you great, 
which are all the things you're placing disciplines behind and all the things that you know make you better physiologically, psychologically, and their best physical representation, you can't help but be a confidence and exude that confidence and exude that light. Well, then that attracts the right people to you and you attract the right things to you. You attract opportunities. And that by extension is going to keep you so positive, right? Because you're not operating from a sense of lack. You're operating from a sense of abundance because you're giving yourself exactly what you need, we need. And that's something that I can't describe or explain how it works. I just know that there, there might be something aligned with with God and how he has, has, has made us to be and have made us to operate, you know? Awesome. So what, what do you do in terms of personal development though? You're working on your body, but um, what do you do to work on your mind to educate you on what are the right nutritional things or exercises all that what kind of personal development have you um, incorporated in your journey so a lot of it stems from kind of the things that i just listed off personal development is all about you developing your best iteration now that's going to stem from you not letting yourself down that's going to stem from you placing yourself as a high priority that's going to stem from you not being a yes man to everything and letting people manipulate you it's gonna, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving variables to this, and there's a lot of layers to personal development. As it is, as it stands for me, there's not many things that I haven't already encountered that are gonna be the thing to derail me. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't give in to vices like that. I live a structured and really uh straight edge life. I mean, I'm very militant to some degree. I mean, you can even consider that to be the case for me, but these things have led me to be my best serving to other people. So that's why I'm an authority in the space because I actually live the life and you can't tell me different because I am a walking business card and not just the <laughs> physical representation of me. But if you look at my history, if you look at my backstory, if you look at the way that I've conducted myself from my twenties up until I'm my age now, 39, I mean, obviously when we're teenagers, we do stupid things. And I, I just walk from everybody. I wash that. I mean, when you're a teenager, that's a wash. Like we don't, you're still growing and, and you know, <laughs> blooming. Yeah. You're still stupid. So, so, um, but personal development looks different for everybody. For me, I've already conquered so many layers of personal development that I'm refining at this moment. It's just a refining process, but that means that I still keep my disciplines I still keep my structure. I still keep myself a high priority. And then I can put others in a higher priority as well if I do that. All these things make me an authority in the space because I'm actually living it and breathing it every day. Perfect. Well, time is flying by here. Um, what's next for you? So what's next is expanding to the internet space, more of like an... Um, more widespread online coaching so right now we we offer that but it's very it's it's we're not promoting it so the next step is going to be for a more of a a mass promotion uh for not only mindset and fitness but trainer mentorship so training mm -hmm. training trainers to have better retention and to and as well as if they're new in the space getting them the credentials that they need to be elite trainers 
because that's obviously what I do in my in my business. I'm a, I'm obviously a personal trainer, but there's there's a need for that because a lot of trainers just how wayward and how to pick up clients and most importantly how to retain clients and they lack psychological components to be able to retain somebody or even attract them. So that's what we're going to be moving into mass promotion on those platforms with that. Awesome. So time for rapid fire question. Oh yes. Love it. (laughs) So on your website, you talk about being uh, personally bulletproofing your mind. And I think you touched on this a little bit, but how did you come up with that little, I guess, or phrase or something? (laughs) Bulletproofing your mind. You got to be hardened. You got to be hardened to obstacles, hardened to BS, hardened to things that come your way that can otherwise dissuade you or manipulate you into a different direction. And you have to be understanding that this is a process and it's going to suck, but it's worth it. <laughs> so what is the best thing that came out of you starting your podcast? The The advent of reaching so many people. I always say that um, this is the best networking they have out there other than, you know, if I could do it in person that, you know, even be better, yeah. but yeah. you get such quality time to meet so many awesome people and, and really start to build relationships. And I think that's what it's really all about to be a coach or trainer. You really need to kind of dig through a couple layers of people to really know what they're asking for, what they need. That's true. All right. Well, it's time for me to share my screen. So it is my reminder for those. If you hadn't been taking notes and you should have been, but if you haven't, um, you want to go ahead and grab that pencil paper right now to be able to get the information. Uh, Everything though will be on my YouTube channel. Please subscribe, or you can go to findyourleadershipconfidence.com to get all the show notes. All right. So for those of you that are just listening, you can go to the website, www.theofficialjustingroth.com, and that's G-R-O-T-H for Groth. YouTube is at Justin Groth with the number one at the end of it, at Justin Groth with the number one at the end. And then Instagram, you can find him at Justin Craig Groth, again, Justin Craig Groth. I'll let Justin talk about what you can find when you go to the website or to any of his social media channels. Yeah, so we're in the process right now revamping the official Justin Groth, and that's going to be a full website remodel. As of right now, it has all of the 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 latter podcasts on that page, as well as an about or contact information to get in contact with me if you'd like. Uh, but right now we're in the process of revamping that. So that's going to be it. That's going to actually complement the model that I just talked to you about with regards to where I want to go and what we're at plans to do in the future. And that's going to be oriented around the fitness and the mindset coaching and links to click to be able to apply and get the different or, and, and, and really apply for the different, uh, uh, what I call them offerings that we're going to be able to be uh, submitting on the website and on the Justin Craig Groth platform through uh, Instagram. That's just my Instagram. That's probably the easy way to get a hold of me right now. Just shoot me a DM. If you have questions, if you're interested in fitness or mindset coaching, or if you're a trainer and you need guidance, you need mentorship. If you're new to the field of training, you want to get your feet wet. You don't know where to start. I can help you. Or if you're a seasoned trainer and you need to understand how to retain clients because you're just not quite there yet. 
I can help you with that as well. Awesome. All right, Justin, time flew by today. Uh, awesome conversation. You have a lot of great information, good insights, and um, look forward to having you back again. I appreciate uh, that. Checking out that new website whenever it comes out. So everybody, um, as always, I remind you that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.